Hello, welcome to the Radiate Podcast. We're here to connect, encourage, and empower you to radiate the message of Jesus to yourself, your neighbors, and the world. I'm your host, Steve Presswood. I'm on the phone with today's guest, Sheree Sullivan. Sheree is an Oklahoma State alumni and was involved with our student navigator group when she was going to school here in Stillwater. Welcome to the show, Sheree. Thanks, Steve. It's fun to be here. Well, would you tell our podcast audience a little about yourself? Yes. So to introduce myself, I think I graduated from Oklahoma State in December of 2013, which means that I was a freshman about 10 years ago, which is crazy. I studied communication sciences and disorders at OSU, never changed my major, which kind of goes against my personality, but I loved studying speech pathology. I was involved with the NAVS. Uh, I went to a camping trip right before my freshman year with a small group of the NAVS and made some really good friends and connected with people that I stayed friends with, still have friends from that group, and yeah, continued to be in the NAVS all the way through college. I was also in Kappa Alpha Theta. I rushed as a sophomore and joined Theta, which was fun and challenging and stretching. Um, And I now live in Miami, Florida, and work for the navigators here at Florida International University. This is my sixth year of being on staff. So, yeah. Great. Thank you so much. So, as I understand it, you have a four-legged roomie. Is that right? I do. Yes. Hank is a year and a half. He's a golden doodle, and he's just chilling right now. <laughs> yeah, he's a big guy, isn't he? He is. He's way bigger than I thought that he was, or that he would grow up to be, I guess. <laughs> um, I, when I first got him, I got him off of Craigslist, and I got so overwhelmed that I thought I was immediately going to turn around and just sell him straight back on Craigslist, because I just was like, I don't know what I'm doing with a puppy. So wow. now I feel like I've settled in. So. so as we record this, Sheree, we're in about week three of our social distancing stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, how is Hank taking this whole social distancing thing? <laughs> well, he's not really abiding by the six-foot rule. He, <laughs> as we speak, is laying under my seat. So he's about two inches from me. <laughs> But he is loving this. I'm home all the time, and he loves his life. So (laughs) So I'm curious, what are two things that you are aching to do and planning to do as soon as this quarantine is lifted? I know, that's a good question. I actually kind of feel like I am thriving in this quarantine, weirdly enough. I really love the slow pace and being able to just be home. I'm enjoying that right now. Mm. I think when it gets lifted, I'm assuming I'll be a little bit stir crazy. So I don't get to go to the beach that often. I live about 45 minutes away, but I think that would probably be first on my list as soon as it happens, along with like everyone else in the state, probably. Also excited about just going over to a friend's house to eat dinner, just hang out and not be six feet apart from each other. So, (laughs) 
What's one of your cherished memories from your time at OSU? Uh, I think one that comes to mind, I was in the Honors College my freshman year and only my freshman year. And so I lived in Stout and with my roommate and then some other good friends. It was right after the spring semester started and we had this huge snowstorm come through that just shut down classes, kind of similar to this pandemic. It felt sort of similar where we were just trapped inside our dorms essentially. And we got together and we just watched movies all day long in the lounge and made food. People kept popping in and out and that was really fun. And we got to go play in the snow and it just felt like, yeah, a quintessential college moment, so. Stillwater, Oklahoma is certainly not known for snow, but every once in a while we do get a good snowfall. And I do remember that one. It was yeah. a great one. Yeah. And I took a guy who at the time was uh, uh, meeting with me and he is from India and we just went and played in the snow in various places in town where we were the first to bust through the new snow. And he just had a blast. That's awesome. Had he seen snow before? Do you remember? He'd seen it, uh, but hadn't experienced it quite like this. Okay. You know, if you're from India, uh, it's just not something you run into. Sure. Yeah. That's so cool. That's awesome. Well, let me go serious now, Sheree. So Christians have for some time used the phrase walking with Jesus to describe living out real Christianity. Is that a phrase you like to use? And if so, why or why not? I do like that phrase, walking with Jesus. I think that's one that I use and find myself saying more often than not. I like the movement of it, that it it is emotion with Jesus. It, it takes some amount of effort, but it's not me running and all this stuff. I think as of lately, I feel like it's been more like sitting down with Jesus <laughs> and being dragged by Jesus or <laughs> laying down with Jesus in this current season of life of just feeling really tired, but walking with Jesus feels like a good phrase. Yeah. Now, I know that you grew up in a home in which your parents were believers, so you were exposed to Christianity from childhood. When would you say, though, did you first begin to own your faith as an adult, to really become serious yourself about following Christ? And maybe those are two different mm -hmm. uh, answers or two different questions for you. Deal with them however you'd like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am really thankful that I grew up in a home where I remember my parents reading their Bibles and talking to us about Jesus from a really young age. Um, I think I would say I remember being in Sunday school and asking Jesus into my heart when I was four, but I would say it wasn't until my junior or senior year of high school that I think I started to confront a lot of questions that I had about my faith. I think that's how my brain works. I tend to need answers to things, especially things that, that I can't like touch or see. So this concept of faith just felt hard for me. And all of a sudden I was in a public school my junior year for the first time. And I had 
students or friends that were around me that were asking me questions about what I believed and I didn't really have answers and um and I was going to church really involved but I think in my heart just felt so restless and so I I moved to Stillwater to go to college my freshman year and got involved with the Bible study I remember my Bible study leader would sit and ask me questions and I could deliver the knee-jerk responses of, well, it's because Jesus like gives us strength or whatever. But I think even she could tell that, that I wasn't really tracking with the gospel on a heart level. So I decided to go, I had heard about this summer training program that I could go and spend eight weeks in Uh, a discipleship program and learn about my faith. And I remember showing up and thinking I might grow. I might learn one new thing, but I think I know everything else. And instead what happened within probably the first week or two, I had a team leader who was meeting with me and showing me how to read my Bible, showing me how to pray And I was confronted with the fact that I had zero relationship with the Lord. And even though I knew all these answers, yeah, I just didn't have any kind of of relationship with him. So as the summer progressed, I think because I was beginning to wrestle with the gospel, learning how to talk about it and share it, I was for the first time really confronted with a lot of sin that I had been stuffing down and a lot of things that I struggled with. And for the first time, like realized that I just had an aching, gaping need for a savior. And I had never really needed that in my mind before. Um, So I would say it, it would be the summer after my freshman year that I think I began a relationship with Jesus or really took a hold of that for myself. Wow, I don't know that I've ever heard your story quite like that, and it's uh, really good to hear. Hmm. So I'm I'm guessing that uh, in that summer training program, more than maybe just owning your faith for the first time, you might have also been confronted with some things that uh, would be helpful for your growth Mm -hmm. in your walk with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some of the things that you feel like have been most helpful Mm. in that growth? Yeah, a lot of them carried over off of that summer. So I think my first encounter with discipleship or one of my first encounters outside of like my parents or my church small group happened that summer and having to sit across from someone, live with someone, just see how my team leader who was discipling me lived and be exposed to discipleship on that level was really impactful. I remember sitting across from Libby in McDonald's and she asked me, we were talking about John 10 and she asked me, she was asking me questions about the passage and she could just tell that I was a brick wall, just knew all the answers, all the stuff. So she paused and she just said, Sherry, I'm going to ask you a question and I need you to just give me the first answer that comes into your mind. And I was like, okay. And she said, Sheree, where is God? And I said, heaven. And then I said, no, 
I mean, he's with me. He's here. He's he and he's in my heart. I don't know. And and I think that moment felt really like a turning point because I had to hear out of my own mouth at the guidance of Libby that I believed that God was really distant and that he uh, was disappointed in me, that he was looking down on me, all this stuff. So Libby was the first of many women who have really invested a lot of time and intentional energy in me and helping me understand the gospel. That feels really crucial to me. Um, I think also that summer I... I learned how to pray for the first time and specifically praying using like a journal or writing things down. And that felt really um, just like a staple for me in my walk with Jesus to be able to look back on seasons of my life and see how the Lord has been walking with me, answering prayers, even when it felt like he was really silent. Um, So I'd say those two things in particular yeah so i may be hearing three things if you don't mind me suggesting this one is prayer Mm -hmm. two is journaling and three is uh, being really honest with yourself and with god about where you are Mm. Uh, my guess is that those things have still had an impact continue to have an impact mm-hmm. on your walk with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, would you say that's so? Are there any things that maybe in the last five years have uh, continued to take you beyond where you were then mm-hmm. or been uh, other disciplines perhaps that uh, have been significant in your growth? Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to phrase it, just the honesty um, that has happened I think it feels like there are branches that go off of all three of those things for me. And so I could also include community. I think being in in community with other believers has been crucial for someone like me who tends to be independent to a fault and wants to just kind of strike out on my own. And I think I've found that I just need other believers to... um, to call things out in me or bring me to the gospel, bring me to dependence. Um, So, yeah. I'm going to bring us to a point of closure here. There's so many things I'd wish we could dig in a little more deeply, but um, a lot of fun stuff just to hear you talk about things and to remember the time you were here. Mm -hmm. I just kind of want to go historical now. So when you were here, I was pretty new to campus ministry. Mm Do you have any funny stories about me that you remember? Yes. I loved thinking about this because it dredged up a lot of memories. And so I think two come to mind in particular. And so I'm not going to choose between those two. So the first one happened the summer after my sophomore year. I went back to the summer training program and you were on staff there. And I think my apartment that I was living in with three other girls was right next door to yours. And I remember, and this is, I know, something that you have carried on and, you know, just continued. Um, But I remember waking up to the sound of your door opening and closing, opening and closing, and the sound of your espresso machine going off. 
And in particular, I knew I had a crush on a guy that summer, and I knew that he loved going to your room in the morning for coffee and just to talk to you, which now I like look at this as someone who's on staff, and I'm like, that was such a boss move for Steve to open up his apartment and make coffee for college students. Like, I just remember piling in there. But I went in particular because of that boy, and I wanted to just kind of be around him. And I remember sitting at your table, thinking it would be a really casual time. And then you and this guy started really getting into it with theology discussions. And I just remember slowly fading <laughs> out of your apartment and just being like, this, I haven't had enough coffee for this. So that was really funny. Um, and then my other memory, this is kind of like a story throwing myself under the bus as well, but I, I can't remember, I think I was probably a senior at OSU, and so you and some of the other staff had started trusting me with more things, which now I'm sure you look back with regret with that. Uh, but I remember I was in charge of the icebreaker games and I had heard this idea and thought it was brilliant. And so we played this game with three new students where we told them that we were doing a Twizzler eating competition. But what they didn't know is that there are little holes in the middle of the Twizzlers and and I had filled some of them with Aura gel. And so as they were eating, their mouths slowly <laughs> went numb. And I just remember watching them like realize over time and then looking back at you in particular and just seeing your face. It was such a mix of like, I could tell that you were so proud of me, but also that you were like, Sheree, you cannot do that. <laughs> You cannot. So I remember having a conversation with you after. Where Welcome you were like, to our student ministry. I mean, ministry. that was good, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, those are funny. <clears throat> I had forgotten uh, the second one for sure. Man, that uh, that really does, like you say, bring up, dredge up old memories. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sheree, it's been really good to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me and sharing your thoughts very openly. Uh, really fun to talk to you. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Steve. This is so fun. Thanks for tuning in to Radiate. You can continue to listen wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect to us online at osunavs.org and on Instagram at osunavs. See you next time. And until then, keep radiating the message of Jesus.